Hello everyone, welcome to Birdcast, the only podcast recorded inside of a live aviary. Today we have something a bit different today. Birdman Dad is actually away, so we're going to be filling in for him. Alright, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello everyone. Well, once again, Birdman Dad is away, so I'm filling in for him. And this week we've come to do something a little bit different. We were invited to come down to a suburb of Perth in the northeast of Perth called Allenbrook, which is out past the Swan Valley, which is where a lot of uh, tourists go. There's lots of vineyards, public eating places, uh, tourist destination points all along the edge of the Swan River. And if you go out north of there, you'll come to this large mostly family residential place called Allenbrook and Allenbrook has an art gallery in the actual main street downtown of Allenbrook and it's called Allenbrook Arts and Allenbrook Arts is currently hosting for roughly the next month an exhibition all about glossy black cockatoos which is quite interesting actually because in case you don't know There are no glossy black cockatoo homelands in Western Australia. And in fact, we've discovered currently there are no living glossy black cockatoos on public display either. So you can't actually see one in real life. And even when you try and ask around about taxidermids, glossy black cockatoos, it seems there aren't any of those either. So the best thing, I guess, if you're a West Australian or if you're a person visiting Perth, Western Australia, and you want to see a glossy black cockatoo, perhaps the best thing you can do is get yourself down, like we did, to Allenbrook Arts at 34 Main Street in Allenbrook, which is downtown Allenbrook, and see this exhibition. So the exhibition opened last night and it was a rather gala extravaganza. There were three openings in one. They had a like a second exhibition opening. They had the glossy black cockatoo exhibition opening and they also had a very special musical performance event which was quite entertaining, very different. It was called the Milk Carton Confessions and it was performed by a internationally acclaimed percussionist called Thea Rossen and she was joining with several community members and they basically played music on recycled items or repurposed items. Very interesting. It was only on opening night so it's not on again. Thea has like performed this particular properly composed almost I guess recycled music symphony previously over east and this was the first time it's been performed with a community group so there were about 11 children involved in playing percussion instruments with Thea to make a show very very interesting but back to the glossy black cockatoo art exhibition so this is basically an exhibition that had several youth create glossy black cockatoo 
art pieces. And the interesting thing was that if a child or a student was to receive an award at this event, because it was opening light last night, so they presented all their awards, but of all the students that were presented, they had to not only create a piece of art about a glossy black cockatoo, but they also had to undertake, obviously age-appropriate, research into the glossy black cockatoo because as I've said there are none over here in Western Australia and most people would not know they existed so it was very very interesting some of the art was just lovely the 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 group of people that were running this exhibition are called the Swan Home Education Community and they were all pieces of work created by home education students, so students that we'd call homeschoolers. And they had a whole range of ages that had created art pieces from, I think the youngest I saw was four years old, all the way through to a teenager who made this amazing, like I'm talking amazing, piece of art which actually in the end will be a black cockatoo artificial nest hollow so it's not like one of the ones you see from Landcare, serpentine jarredale or carnaby crusaders which are the pvc set size pipe this is more along the lines of simon cherryman's recyclology type nest box where this girl, and she has given me permission to say her name, so Eva, Eva created this nest box using reclaimed items. So apparently on their property up in the Perth Hills, they had a stable and it was lined with thin jarrah type planks. So this stable was, I think, demolished and then they've used these planks to create an artificial nest box so the inside she's actually got a framework also reclaimed wood and then she used a re recycled type tub lined with more of these stable lining jarrah boards and even the chain system that will eventually be put into a tree is all reclaimed so nothing is new she's gone out and found all these items and then repurposed them which is exactly what Simon Cherryman's ideology is about nest boxes for wildlife and it's just really lovely to see and it's obviously very heavy because it's made of jarrah wood and it is very beautiful so it's one of the pieces that are on display in this glossy black cockatoo exhibition. Obviously, that particular nest box will not be used for a glossy, but it could be if it was over east, perhaps. But because it's over here in Western Australia, it's extremely heavy. It's highly unlikely she will send it over east. It will be used here for either Nagolyanok, which is short-billed white-tailed black cockatoos which are also called carnabies or perhaps for karak which is the forest red tails that also 
nest in the Perth foothills. I do know that her intention is to give it to Simon Cherryman and he will utilise it in the fire zone off last year's bushfires at Wurraloo, Gidjiganup, to replace the trees that were lost for nesting and obviously will never ever exist again because they got burnt out. So that's one interesting piece. I have seen a few others so there was obviously a lot of paintings and actual art like on pieces of paper. I also saw a necklace created out of she oaks because as most people would know oh, if you're in the east perhaps you'll know that eastern seaboard glossies eat two sorts of alacasurina nuts that they're one of the fussiest eating cockatoos in Australia in that they only predominantly eat these nuts and then the ones obviously down in South Australia are even more fussy and they eat a different sort of nut so some of these students have created a necklace using a couple of West Australian she oak nuts and also some sort of other items from nature and some metal wiring that sort of thing that was quite pretty and there was also a jar glass jar filled with she oak nuts and there was some numbers in there which I think were, it was 420,000 and then they wrote that roughly a pair of glossy black cockatoos would consume 420,000 she-oak cones in a year. So that, was, again, was interesting. As obviously, the it's an exhibition, but they had given um, awards to students. And I did read that the two judges for the Glossy Art competition itself were two Eastern States people. So most of you or some of you might know a wildlife photographer called Jaden Gunn. He's quite known, I guess, in Australia. And another gentleman, not perhaps so well known, it wrote that he was a truck driver and he was retired and that he enjoyed taking photographs. And that was Peter Noakes. And apparently Jaden Gunn and Peter Noakes had not only provided this group with photographs that they could use for creating their art because obviously they can't go and see a real live glossy but they also judged who would be the award recipients so that was nice that they had some help from over east and the other thing I read they had a because uh, obviously it's an exhibition gallery so it's a real art gallery and as you and I know in a real art gallery you're not allowed to touch anything so there was obviously a lot of children there last night and the organizers had put out what they call a touch box so in this touch box were various things about glossy cockatoos like feathers she oak tree or alacasurina tree she oak nuts 
and some other little bits and pieces are from West Australian black cockatoos like feathers and I noticed that the glossy black cockatoo feathers that obviously none of these feathers were from wild birds these were all from pet owned birds and the notice on there said that the the feathers had all been donated and that the glossy feathers had been donated for, also from a person over on the eastern seaboard of Australia a man called Graham Pertzell so I hope Graham's listening I hope Jaden Gunn's listening and I hope Peter Noakes is listening thank you gentlemen for supporting this very unusual art event because these are birds that we don't get to see and we certainly do not get to touch glossy feathers so there were some beautiful feathers some female ones obviously people know they are red and black and orange and yellow they're gorgeous there was also some male glossy cockatoo feathers there was a yellow tail black cockatoo feather again we don't get to see those birds very often over here there are some private bird keepers that have them but we certainly don't get to see them routinely I do know up at Karakan Black Cockatoo Rehabilitation Centre they keep uh, many of the black cockatoos and they do have yellowtail black cockatoos there they don't have glossies of course and that would be the only place I think in Western Australia or definitely in Perth that I'm aware of where you can go and see a yellowtail black cockatoo. So it was lovely. They had a touch box. Obviously all the children and the parents actually were and the adults that were there for the other art exhibition that opened last night in the same building. They were all in the touch box touching. So obviously it was very popular. So it's wonderful that people have from the eastern states of Australia have got on board and supported this exhibition because it's very unusual for Western Australia. So the, the gallery itself, I'll just let you know in case you're here or in case you're coming over to visit Perth in the next month. The exhibition itself ran from yesterday and it will finish up on the 10th of December. Now the gallery itself is only open Wednesdays to Saturday and is open from 10am to 5pm. Interestingly, entry is free. Don't have to pay, just go and have a look. And you get to see two exhibitions in one, so that's also lovely. Um, it's free because different organisations support and fund the public art gallery called Allenbrook Arts. So I know one of the funding bodies is a state government department called the Department of Local Government, Sport and Cultural Industries. Uh, it's also funded by Lottery West and the local government area, which is called the City of Swan. So that is why it is free entry. If you're looking for this gallery, it's basically across the road from Dome. So if you know Dome Cafes, quite well known West Australian coffee shop, then it's right across the road. There's plenty of parking there, which is lovely. Either out the west side of the art gallery 
or even on Main Street sometimes you can jag a car park right out the front, particularly if it's not lunchtime or later in the afternoon, there's quite often car bays free there. So hoping maybe this is inspiring someone to get along and have a look at the art that these youth have created, Alpha Bird that they've never seen. I did also notice that BirdLife Western Australia have been involved in some manner in that there was a taxidermied carnaby male cockatoo on display there and there was also various information pamphlets on the black cockatoos of Western Australia. I also saw a QR code linked into BirdLife WA projects on the black cockatoos, the endangered black cockatoos of Western Australia. And also, obviously, the Black Cockatoo Crisis, the movie that Jane Hammond has created, the filmmaker Jane Hammond, the same filmmaker that made Cry of the Forest. She is releasing her film about the black cockatoos very, very shortly and there was adverts also for that in the gallery. So it was great to see all these interconnecting points and all these non-government and government organisations all joining together with one common subject. It was really beautiful. And some of the art by the students, youth, was also quite incredible considering their ages. So it was worth a look. It's not a big exhibition, but still, it was worthwhile. I had a look at the other exhibition as well, and I'm sure if I go back, I will drop in, have another look, and then maybe go over and just grab a coffee or something and enjoy my time at the gallery. So there you go. Hope that's of interest to somebody. I've never seen a glossy black cockatoo in my life, but in real life. So it was it was really nice. The other thing I will mention is uh, last night the virtual guest, a little 11-year-old boy that was on 7.30 not that long ago, Spencer Hitchin, he sent a message of support to all the children, youth, who had created a piece of art for this exhibition. If you don't know Spencer, Spencer is the lad who has been trying desperately to save the feeding habitat at Sunrise Beach in the Noosa biosphere over in Queensland. He's trying to save his local flock of glossy black cockatoos and it was lovely to see that he was also very supportive of these West Australian students who are trying to raise awareness for a bird that is struggling in Australia to survive when they don't even have them in their neighbourhood just goes to show that children and youth are very aware of what's happening to the bird life in Australia, even if the bird life they're concerned about doesn't live in their own neighbourhood. So there you go. Hope you enjoyed that.
sure Birdman Dad will be back next fortnight. Have to tune in then. Thanks for listening. Bye. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's definitely a very interesting one. Birdman Dad will be back soon, so he'll be able to update you on what new episodes we have next. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoy listening. Goodbye.